we went to Disney World and like got all those pictures taken of our family and you know we didn't even buy them but we got like this whole album and I just kind of remember that was my moment where I looked and I was like shocked I'm like I feel like a active mom I teach dance class at a dance studio I'm I feel like I'm making healthy you know eating decisions felt like I was doing a lot of things right <laughs> yet when I looked at the pictures from Disney World I was I was just kind of in shock I'm like I feel healthy but I don't look so, welcome back to the Sound Good Health Podcast. I'm talking with Erin Cooney again. So, she is the owner of Rankin New Irish Dance, and she just recently launched a weight loss coaching business. Mm -hmm. So, um, I want to start with just kind of talk, walk me through how you kind of developed your own approach with like you, the way you phrase it is like developing a blueprint. Yeah, so <laughs> when I decided I wanted to lose 50 pounds, I um, made that my goal. I was like, that's my ultimate goal. I want to lose 50 pounds. And I actually gave myself a timeline for that. So I, I said, I'm going to do it in 18 months. And then um, I, to be accountable, I sent a text to my husband telling him <laughs> what my goal was. And I felt a little crazy doing that because I was like, wow, if I'm actually telling him I'm doing this, I need to stay accountable and figure out how to do this. But um, I really felt like it was important to me. Um, I want to share that because I think it's important to write down your goals, whether it's a text to someone or just writing it down on a piece of paper for yourself. And um, I haven't always done a timeline for my goals, but this time I was like, I'm going to give myself a timeline <laughs> and it'll be my goal. Um, but basically, I had done some different weight loss programs in the past and I had bought some programs and my biggest... Um, issue with programs I had before, not really issues, but concerns as my lifestyle changed with my kids, is that I really don't cook much <laughs> and I'm not great with recipes. And a lot of the programs that I had utilized were saying like, make this recipe, eat, eat, the, eat these foods. And I was finding I didn't like a lot of the foods. Um, I worked with a dietitian for a full year and my goal really there was to lose weight after like having two children. Right. I had weight that I wanted to lose from them. But also just, you know, a lot of my questions was how do I not only eat healthy, but how do I make it, it work for our whole family? Like I was, I had concerns about my husband and my two kids and raising my kids up eating healthy. And I just, I felt like I just didn't know how to do it because everyone has their different foods they like and, and that kind of thing. So, um, as far as creating my own framework, um, because I set the goal and the timeline, I was like, I'm just going to figure this out for myself. I'm going to see what works and what doesn't work. And so that's kind of how I built the framework. Um, I built the framework for myself. <laughs> and at the end, I was like, I need to share this. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah. yeah and I really like your approach about like, because being in the fitness industry, it's like people get hung up on certain exercises or foods being magic, but then there's the, when reality hits, like when you need to feed your whole family and they're not all going to eat like kale, salad, smoothie, whatever, right. you know, <laughs> every night, and it just doesn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then another thing in your video, you talked about like you were making what you believed were like healthy habits and choices, and it was just, it was, felt really, like I felt a powerful message of like, you're trying to do this healthy stuff, but then when you see yourself, you're kind of shocked in the pictures. So it's like, yeah. so what did you find that was, um, I'm gonna it, like what did you find that you, from 
actually start making the phthalates progress. Yeah, you know, I have made some lifestyle changes knowing, like, I know that this is healthy, you know, and, and, it, and a lot of them were, but then there was other changes I hadn't made <laughs> that I didn't realize that would be helpful for weight loss specifically. So, um, you know, some of the changes I had made, um, you know, leading up to this is like, I know birthday cake isn't great for me. So I had just made the lifestyle change at one point. I'm like, I really don't love birthday cake. And we celebrate birthdays all the time, you know. Um, I know when I worked a, a regular eight to five job, we like celebrated every single coworker's birthday with birthday cake. I mean, it can be overwhelming. <laughs> you have all of your kids and your family and extended family. And so I was like, you know, I think that's one lifestyle change I could change. And this was prior to my weight loss um, goal. But that was something like, that was a lifestyle change I made. Every time I went to a birthday party, people just kind of started to know I don't eat birthday cake, but I celebrate the birthday with you, right. you know? Yeah. Um, just like people do if they're allergic to certain foods or things like that. So um, there were just like, there was little things like that where, you know, maybe I wasn't eating, you know, the treats like, you know, like, like I once was maybe, you know, like instead of two cookies, I would only have one. You know, you just start making some of these small adjustments. Right. But I wasn't seeing it affect the weight loss. And so then when I start, like, we went to Disney World and, like, we got all those pictures taken of our family. And, you know, we didn't even buy them, but we got, like, this whole album. And I just kind of remember that was my moment where I looked and I was, like, shocked. I'm like, I feel like an active mom. I teach dance class at a dance studio. I'm, I feel like I'm making healthy, you know, eating decisions. Like, especially when it comes to things I wasn't eating. Like, I wasn't eating fried foods either. There's a lot of fried foods, that, not fast food. You know, I wasn't going out to eat a lot. So, I just felt like I was doing a lot of things right. <laughs> Yet, when I looked at the pictures from Disney World, I was, I was just kind of in shock. I'm like, I feel healthy, but I don't look healthy. You know, and at that point, too, I was like, noticing I was starting to age and like the whole mindset of like, how am I going to look healthy at 50 if this is like, I'm almost 40, <laughs> you know, like how is this going to work? How am I going to turn this around? So um, that was kind of the shift that I had, you know, um, those few little things that I was doing, I felt like I am doing a lot of things, but um, there was just so much more to learn and, and try. So. Um, is there anything that you know, like you thought was healthy, but or you had to change and decide it wasn't working? Um, yeah, you know, I would say that, like, some of the, I call them treats, because my children call them treats, but, sure. you know, a lot of the things with sugar, I kind of was like, this obviously is not, yeah, not good for you, right? But, um, there was other things, like, I think, you know, I would say, like, whole grains a little bit, like, for, for me, you know, like, breads or, or, um, I wasn't really even eating pastas, you know, at the time. You know, but like, um, I guess with breads and like sandwiches or things like that, um, that was something I definitely uh, started cutting out. So that was kind of one of those things for me that made a difference for me. But yeah. But nutritional, like, uh, like nutritional value though is a good point with bread. Like uh, something like oatmeal or whatever is going to have, um, you know, like bread, cereal, stuff that's that's more just pure sugar, not mm -hmm. starch, whatever, mm -hmm. um, as opposed to like if you have fruit or whatever, you get more of the, like a holistic nutrient problem. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, and, and like you're saying, like the treats, the birthday cake, whatever, like those things, uh, they taste good, but they're very calorie dense and they don't do a lot for you. Mm -hmm. But, and like from people, from what I found, it's like for myself, I can have, and what's worked for me is like having, I'll say ballpark, like two or 300 calories worth of chocolate. Mm -hmm. And then I can make the rest of the food healthy-ish food, mm -hmm. and, that, and that's fine, and it works for me. And some people need to be like strict, cannot have any, or I'll end up gorging on the whole thing. For chocolate? Or any, or, okay. like, if it's chips, if it's donuts, yeah. whatever. For me, it's chocolate. Right. And like you are saying, birthday cake, like you don't like it that much. And I definitely agree with that. With like, there's some things that, uh, the way I word it is, it's not worth the calories. Mm -hmm. Like for me, chips are in that category. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, I still do eat chocolate because I like chocolate, yeah. but yeah, for me, it was just kind of, some of those decisions, you know, were like, I don't really even like to think that much, so yeah. I'm more doing it for the fact that I'm trying to help it's, people it's the celebrate. It's social expectation. It's the social expectation, yeah. for sure, yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's, so that's a good approach of, like, um, just kind of making those choices, and I really like what you said in your video, too, about just kind of, it was kind of getting at, like, just being intentional. Um, so like, you know, you've got a birthday party tomorrow, you can make the decision, okay, I'm going to have a piece of birthday cake and doing it that way, like you worded it, takes the pressure off you. Yes. And you make wiser decisions. And that was something that I love sharing with people because I feel like you can apply it to parenting or you can apply it to business or, your, you know, in personal life in any way. And one of my weight loss clients that uh, I was meeting with this morning, I was explaining kind of that to her again that, you know, even with parenting, like you might bring your child to the store and you could, you could have, make those decisions ahead of time that when you go to Target, if there's something $10 or less, I will consider buying it for you. But you also can make that decision ahead of time. If it's over $10, then we need to discuss it and wait 24 hours <laughs> before we buy it. And I feel like it's the same thing with like weight loss and, and the foods that you're eating. There's some that you can say, you know, I can make the decision on the spot, but then there's others that I think it's good to think about intentionally ahead of time and be like, you know, is that something that I do want to have? Like, if I get offered this birthday cake tomorrow night, do I really want it, you know, ahead of time before, like, you see it and you have the social expectation of yeah. it and you smell it <laughs> and all of that, too. Yeah. So that's, that's kind of, that's part of your, that's going to be like your, your uh, I call it a three-pronged chart in the presentation. So you've got the importance of tracking and then making decisions and analyzing results. So, um. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, my framework is basically, like I said, you could almost use it for anything. You know, I mean, you could use it for business. You could probably use it for personal training. But yeah, a big thing for me was what am I going to be tracking every day? And um, I mainly just tracked my weight every day and um, the foods I was eating every day. I wanted to make it as simple as possible. Now, there were other things I tracked along the way because I was curious about calories and I was curious about, you know, um, the food structure of every food, you know? Um, but in the end, I was tracking what I was eating and I was tracking my weight every day. And to track my weight every day, I do tell people that the first time I jumped on the scale was the hardest. <laughs> and going on a scale every day is like one of those mental things that you just have to get used to because it's not that you had a good day or a bad day. Like you just try to get to the point where that number is just a number yeah. and it's just data. And you're gonna learn from it, you know, when you analyze the numbers and see what you've eaten. And 
and it's just going to help you bring you to success rather than always constantly judging your weight as you get on the scale. Yeah, yeah. and I think that's so. a very important point of like, you look at the scale daily, but you need to zoom out and look at the trend over two yes. weeks, a month, three months, whatever. And mm -hmm. Just, you're not going to uh, all of a sudden drop that 50 pounds you want. It's going to be gradual and it's, like you said in the presentation, it's going to go up and down. Yeah, and it was really, really great for my mindset to just go make the habit of doing it every day and recognize how I felt about that number. <laughs> Be like, well, that's interesting. <laughs> you know, that it's gone up. I'll find out in two weeks or a month why that happened. Because yeah. on the back side, I'm analyzing everything, you know. And yeah. So I'm just kind of like, this is going to be great data, you know, instead of saying like, oh, I shouldn't have eaten that, whatever, which a lot of people do. They beat themselves up yeah. and like it might not even mean anything like that because right. it goes up and down so much. Yeah, yeah. Your, your water retention, like, um, I think it depends on the person, but it's roughly five-ish pounds of water weight that can fluctuate like daily and even in a day. And that's like the food you eat, how active you are, uh, bowel movements. It's like mm -hmm. everything. It's so wild. So you want to look at that trend is it going down over two weeks yeah. uh, or however big of a window? So, right. Uh, I think that's really important to emphasize that analyzing results and then tracking is just tracking. It's not, you know, I'm a failure because I gained <laughs> three more pounds. Yes. And if you think that, then it's so good for your mindset, right? Like, because <laughs> yeah. you're just like, if you're thinking that, you're like, oh, that's interesting that I think that thought about myself, maybe, maybe like knowing that about myself is going to help me, you know, get through this, you know, just kind of being aware of it. So. Yeah. Um, and then I want to ask you too, like, so your approach, you didn't really do anything with working out. So I, I did have a goal to just walk and stretch and I did teach some dance classes. Right. So I'm not to the point where I'm like dancing all day or anything but I did teach some dance classes as well but yeah I, I made it to point to try to walk every day and it wasn't a long walk but it was great for me just to get out in the fresh air and right. to get out and and do a walk and then I would stretch as well usually at night before I went to bed and stretch my muscles and it was really just to kind of um I don't know just kind of be more in touch with my body like as I'm trying to lose weight I just kind of wanted to be more in touch with my body too and yeah and, and be moving it. And um, knowing, I, you know, I don't think I knew at the time, like, that, like the journey I would go on, you know, because now I'm lifting weights twice, twice a week, and like, I had no idea I'd be on this journey now. You know, I did um, uh, body analysis last month. I gained two pounds of muscle in one month. You know, it's just insane to think, like, that's kind of my next journey now, is sure. learning how to build muscle. But, um, but I think that's, like for me, it was so important to just do those things that felt good as opposed to yeah. really be pushing myself super hard to like work out. And, and, you know, had I done this like weight training thing back when I was trying to lose, I think I would have maybe got less focused. Right. Uh, like I, I didn't know where to put my focus or like I'd be so exhausted. I feel like maybe, you know, I'd have more mindset issues. Maybe I would have struggled with because like, oh, I worked so hard today kind of yeah. thing. Like I'm so exhausted because I do feel exhausted now, you know, sometimes and I'm, and, um, I'm lifting weights and I'm learning how to adjust with that now because I, I do feel like I'm eating more. So, um, so it's 
all been a journey for me. Right. But I think you raise a good point with like, uh, you focused, like you said, you narrowed in on, I'm gonna walk and I'm gonna track my food. And then after two weeks or whatever, we're gonna look at how that's been going. And, yeah. um, and you're not trying to do, also do this and this and this and still, because you're also, you're a mom, you're a business owner and you're a wife. Yes. You can't have everything in the air. Yeah, it helped me so much to be so focused. 50 pounds, 18 months, and then just be tracking those two things and every two weeks or every month just to analyze how things are going in terms of weight loss, because that was my goal. Right. I mean, it wasn't looking at my muscle mass, it wasn't all of these other things. Yeah. It wasn't counting all the calories. Like, what did I eat? What did I, you know, focusing on the food as opposed to everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you now you've got that part I'm assuming somewhat on autopilot yeah or to a level of you can do that and you don't need to consciously like fight yourself like I need to do this it sucks but I'm doing it it's like I just do it and it's not a thing mm-hmm. yes so, for sure so then like you're saying you can move into something else and just put up another pillar under your, your yeah your living a healthy life yeah thing. and I had to kind of look back and think about like all my big successes were when I was completely focused on one thing. And I know that's so hard to do. And I remember when I made this goal, it was very, very hard for me because all of my goals, like in the previous 10 years, have all been around my business. Growing my business, growing the revenue, growing the number of clients. And to take my focus off the business, like I still was running my business, but not to have my main goal be wrapped around my business was so scary. And I just, I, I just kind of thought, this is crazy. Like, why would I, why would I take my focus off my business for my main goal? And um, who knew? I mean, it's crazy. Like, it completely changed, like, my business by <laughs> focusing on my health and my life in all other ways. And you know, I really, I didn't share this goal with anyone except my husband. And then I shared it with a couple other professional people that I was working with. And I remember their reactions kind of being. Kind of like it was crazy to just focus on, on this one goal because I really had blinders on. I was like, you know, I'm doing this, I'm losing this weight. Yeah. And because I didn't know how I was going to do it and I wasn't, you know, <laughs> I was like, I gotta figure this out <laughs> in 18 months, you know. And, um, and, you know, I think that's something just to consider is setting goals too. Like some people, it helps to share with other people for the accountability. Right. Um, sometimes, you know, you just need to write it down. And for me, like looking back, it really did help to share with my husband because I could celebrate that with him on the back end saying, you knew this was my goal. And back then, like I wasn't just making it up, like he got the text on that date and then, you know, and it was just, it was fun to be able to celebrate that with someone. And yet I didn't share with a lot of people um, because, you know, it it could have distracted me basically, you know, not everyone would have believed me or thought it was great. <laughs> great yeah, goal. Well, yeah, exactly. They'd be concerned about me, like, oh, weight loss. Like, some people get concerned about you. Well, what are you doing? You know, don't be yeah. driving yourself. Or yeah, sure and then, healthy. Uh, yeah, because you're saying, like, you, uh, the 15 pounds felt so good. But, uh, so we were talking about, like, people possibly detracting from your goals because, like, they, they think they're being supportive with like, oh, you're already so skinny, here, eat this, and it's like, um, but you didn't have to deal with that as much, because, 
Well, I guess, was there a point where people started to notice? You know, for me, it was very interesting because COVID happened, and it was almost like the minute I kind of left the house after the lockdowns, everyone was noticing. <laughs> but when I was, um, I was making, I was recording videos in the dance studio during the lockdown, and I had lost some weight, but not a lot. So, like, you know, you know, maybe my dancers saw the videos, but you know, I hadn't lost, you know, as much. Um, so I definitely felt like. I wasn't hearing things until people saw me in person, you know, um, and then all of a sudden it was like after I had lost the 50 pounds in the 18 months, I actually decided at that point, I was like, how do I feel? Is this the weight I want to be at? I decided I wanted to lose 10 more, and then I dove into figuring out how to lose 10 more and did a whole bunch of research online about how to lose the last 10, because that just felt like a completely different strategy to me. Yeah. And so then, after, then I said, after I lose that final 10, my weight loss journey is complete. I've learned what I needed to learn, and then I want to start gaining muscle. And that's when I joined the gym. And so for me, I mean, it really felt like, like looking back, it was this great step-by-step -step, step approach because I was building up so much knowledge about myself <laughs> and the confidence to move forward and why I was moving forward and the gradual progression of just being active in that way, too. Um, and yeah, so that's kind of how the journey ended. Yeah, and I really liked watching your, your presentation. It's, it's, it seems like your, your focus with the coaching is very much about helping the women learn about what works for them. Yes, and um, a lot of them have concerns. I'm, I'm focusing on working with women who kind of are done with having children. And um, I think a lot of them are ready to lose that weight <laughs> because maybe they've been, I know for me it was like, I kind of held on to that weight for, um, I'm trying to think like four years, I think. Um, I didn't lose the weight that I had gained from having my second child. And so I think for a lot of them, they're just really ready. And then, um, but they have concerns about, you know, what if I'm eating different than my children? And then my husband likes to have these things around. And so as we were talking earlier, like I really think I can help them with that because that's that was my journey too. Right. And it was, you know, starting way back in 2015 when I was working with a dietitian, that I was that was when I started that journey, trying to figure out how do we make this work as a family, you know? Right. How do I how do I be a good example and have good, you know, food options around the house and teach my children about good food options mm -hmm. and um, and still allow, you know, if if uh, cookies that come in the door, donuts come in the door, that that doesn't feel like pressure to me. Yeah. Like that you're not gonna get upset because your kids bring candy home or you know your husband brings treats in and that you're you're gonna be okay with all of that too. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. So. Yeah, my my workplace, uh, the T V station, we had treats like very frequently, like on a weekly basis. But I would just bring a little bit home for my, my wife and mm -hmm. just it's just a, a little thing, but yeah, it's like it's like you're saying. It's finding that balance when uh, you know re with reality when reality yeah. hits. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about um, you talked about being an example for your kids, but also since you coach um, girls that are like three to eighteen, um, let's talk about like the, the pressure that younger women go through. Like, have you had that in the studio? Um, just with like. Like body image yeah, and things body. like that. Yep. Um, <laughs> I I guess to speak about that, I mean, really, like my whole journey and and um, 
with with my dance studio. I worked at a lot of dance studios prior to this. So for 10 years, I taught Irish dance at other dance studios where they did, you know, tap and jazz and miracle, contemporary and all sorts of dance. And I was on dance team in college. Um, and just for me, I just, um, I guess I liked a certain atmosphere <laughs> when learning dance, and that was just a more conservative dressed atmosphere. Sure. But as far as like, your body image goes like I've just always been like look at this amazing thing that our body can do and how much it, and how enjoyable it is to be in your body to do these things so I think regardless of what sport you know a, a girl is in or um, dance or whatever that might be I think just like tapping into like how amazing it feels to move your body like you know is just the most amazing thing I haven't um I haven't seen anything specifically like where dancers are coming up with uh, up to me like talking about body issues or anything. Sure. I just really try to have um, a positive atmosphere around that here, sure. and that all body type types can Irish dance. Yeah. I mean, that was another thing. Like all body types can Irish dance. It may look very different, but just like you know, I'm working out now too. There's you know, all body body types can work out. <laughs> you know, and I just I love that about so many sports because sometimes we can think oh only tall people can play basketball or only short people can do this or or whatever the sport is and it's like no we can all enjoy it you yeah. know <laughs> well yeah so. with a lot of sports there's just different body types just have different styles or approaches like yeah totally now i have i mean you know i have been concerned about you know now that i have this weight loss program to definitely educate what i'm doing around it because i do have the dance and I totally understand that some people may look at that and think it's a negative thing that I'm doing a weight loss program to even right. focus on that. But I am focused on the health yeah. <laughs> of moms and, and the health of the whole family. And really my approach is not based on, you know, taking, you know, pills or products at all. It's right. all about um, looking at what you're eating and, you know, what's, what's going to work for you to have a healthy lifestyle. And that's, that's totally what it's about. And so that's why I'm, I am trying to get the word out about what I'm actually doing. Yes. So people don't think, oh, you know, it's just some pill or some product, you know, that she's pushing. I'm not. It's, it's totally. And that was what was so important to me. There's so many programs out there that they, they might market that they're kind of doing the real food approach. But on the back end, there's all these supplements yeah. you need to buy from them. And, you know, that might be how their business model is and how they're making money. And I just... I wanted to figure this out for myself, yeah. and um, I was so happy to figure it out for myself, but yeah, once people started asking me, I'm like, yeah, like, if you want to actually eat real food, um, I do tell people, like, I am not vegan, so, like, I don't have experience with that personally to, like, help people if they're vegan and eating meat, but, um, you know, real food, feeding your family, and figuring out how to lose the weight is. Yeah, well, and I, I really liked that when I was looking at your website, just... It's that very much you're just helping them kind of learn how to work with themselves, with their family, and just kind of developing that healthy lifestyle without doing anything like extreme. Yes. Yeah. I mean, going for walks and stretching at home, like, yeah. you know, it's just so nice because so many people think they have to join the gym. They have to make this huge commitment, you know, whether that's like two days at the gym, like four hours a week. And I mean, you know, I, my, my, some of my walks are 20 minute walks 
and stretching too. I mean, it was maybe a 10 minute stretch sometimes at night, but that's how I started and that really got things going for me. And I didn't join the gym until I had lost the 50 pounds. Now I did start lifting soup cans at home. <laughs> I almost took a picture of that because I thought, I don't know if people will believe me, but you know, I did reach a point where my body was just feeling stronger and I felt like I could do more and um, I kind of wanted to. It's like you reach a point where your body kind of just wants to start doing some more and yeah. so I started with soup cans. <laughs> well, it was in lockdown, so it worked. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, well, and my husband was working out at home and he had like some like laundry detergent or something yeah. he was doing too. So I'm like, you yeah. know, I don't know that I can lift that yet, but I yeah. the but, big soup can. So it's just it's being creative. <laughs> right. Yeah, Aaron Cooney does. So check her out. <laughs> Thanks for your awesome. show. Thank you. <laughs>